1: sponsors for this episode Manscaped once again fantastic the number one in pre- providing precision engineering for the family jewels and the Britney spears yes hilter the hilter it I, does work oh yeah oh yeah they've got a walmore 3.0 which is the best a modern man can ask for is that the ceramic blade yeah yeah Oh we've tried it haven't we? We spoke about it before and we're still going strong. Smooth. Especially now the sun's out as well because exactly. you know they can get a bit sweatier, can't they, when the sun's out. Mine's never it's never known it. It's always you know, filth, it's that's up. what it's always and now been. now the sun's out. It's like <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here, everybody it's look like, at me, I'm here. When someone, you know when someone's drowning in a film and they save them and they just come to the top at water and they're like <gasps> that's what it's like
0: when the sewer's dirt. It's good for the skin. For the... I don't know if you
1: noticed. I used to get a bit spotty down there. After after I've had a shave, is that because of the uh, I is think that, I, is that because I of the shaving so. or is cream? I, I haven't nicked it once. Is that is that because of the company you used to give? <laughs> 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 uh, no, big thanks to, to Manscape. It's uh, once again they've got the uh, the lawnmower 3.0, which has got the ceramic blade which does all the the trimming. It's got the nose trimmer, and the yeah, yes, and the in the uh, performance package, the weed whacker, the weed whacker. That's it. So if you get the performance package selection you also get the boxes as well the boxes are exceptional yeah you, Well, yours yet
0: no i've been oh, saving them for you, a special you, occasion what, what?
1: You'll anniversary <laughs> you'll never honestly yeah it's i'm tremendous. not really a boxer man but uh, i i do i do find them really comfortable you also get a travel bag as well which is nice you can keep it all in take it off with you comes in handy mm. and of course there's the aftercare because once you've uh you've trimmed the old fella you want to keep him in good condition don't you I use the wipes regularly. There's the crop preserver, the baldy deodorant. You also get the wipes, like Chris mentioned, which uh, revives and tones the old testes. There's never been my, Mine's sometimes a bit wrinkly, but not with this gear. No. No. I would dare say I'd eat my dinner off my testicles after I've... <laughs> yeah. After I've... Uh, after <laughs> I've the seen them hanging, thought. you could use them as a bib. <laughs> 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 Just come in. After, after I've had a little uh, little spruce up, I dare say I, I could eat my dinner off them. Yeah. Can't get that. Oh no. man, can you? What would you go? with? soup? <laughs> soup didn't <in there? laughs> Just dip them in some B and M. Chopstick Noodle. Yeah. <laughs> you stretch out, you can probably oh, get a bit of a canopy. now We've all we've, we've got a uh, an offer, of course. As always. As always. All you've got to do is put in the code COST twenty at the checkout and you get twenty percent off. It's a fantastic offer, I must yep. say. And you and that the, the, the products are gonna take a lot more than twenty percent off, aren't they? Mm. they're probably oh. going to give you 30% on the eye at uh, the very apps. least it does look bigger doesn't it oh it no no I can't no, I can't agree with, no. you always have pa- a side party aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, so you can always see it <laughs> <laughs> go for the old uh, the old Beckham, fuck, Beckham the curtains. curtains didn't you <laughs> downstairs? just gives <laughs> more room for the cabs to walk down not <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just putting the code cost 20 at the checkout. Like a cup you... walk, <laughs> And you'll get 20% off. Hitching. Hitching that. That's the <laughs> club. How are we doing, chaps? All good, you? Yeah, good. That was, Hi, like, that was like the start of one of the quizzes, that I was just waiting for evening quizzes. Evening quizzes, evening Coshers! How's your bugle? It's alright. I'm, I'm due. I'm booked in tomorrow for a time. So, so as this comes out Tuesday, you're having it done today. Yeah. I've never I've not been excited for this for a long time. So the, the modeling career will be back on track tomorrow. That's what we like to hear. Good news, sports fans. Yeah, yeah. You'll be you'll be back putting your head in there when it hurts in no time, won't you? Exactly. we all good? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ex. I'm I'm excited when this goes out today. Hopefully, Barnsley have got a win in the first leg of the playoffs. Who've they got? Swansea. I'm also excited because it's Monday and the pubs are open and I'm going. Good lad. Pace yourself, now. John. Pace no, yourself. no. Go big or go home. You know me, Chrissy. If I see it last 20 minutes, I'll juggle sand. Or <laughs> 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 like, watching it through one buggy mince pie. <laughs> have you been the club shop no and I'm not gear, uh, no, no no, I don't know what size to buy I think I'd be better off with Toby Tykes on your mind just normal one out at the shop <laughs> I'm making me come back lads after five years in the wilderness oh I had a charity match at Donny charity game for uh, uh, Eve's Trust local uh, local cancer charity I'm going to come down oh, to excellent. that I'm going to come down to that and show me support 29th Saturday, 29th of May, two o'clock kickoff at the Keep mode, and you're oh. guaranteed a workmanlike performance from yourself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get a as Chris Brown score chant up and running. <laughs> <laughs> Des Walker's playing. Chris Chris Waddle. Des Walker a quicker than you now. It'll be a, it'll be a good race. He's <laughs> seventy six, poor Des. Bless him. well <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what I'm really looking forward to? It. Dusting the I'm, coppers off? No, nah, I've got some white Adipure things that uh, I had. White. I yeah, I'm going, like John says, go big or go home. <laughs> I hope you're asking to play the number 10 role, just in behind. I'll be d- defensive forward. Uh, so if you're local, six quid for adults, a couple of quid for concessions. Go to tickets.clubdoncaster.co.uk. Oh, I, might, I, might, I might have said I'm coming a bit too too sharp. Can you get any tickets, Chris? <laughs> I'll, leave you, I'll leave you two on the door, John. <laughs> and a car park bus, please, <laughs> <laughs> Oh Excellent cause Yeah, get yourself down. What did you think oh, of what? Davey's part one? Tremendous. Very thing. good. That Bloom story. That level of premeditation to, to get one over on someone. That's I, I love that. Yeah. I love it. That and the, the Robbie Savage one. Oh, the jungle! The uh, it's. I think it was Dave O's laugh after it. How excited he got! <laughs> yeah, he loved it, didn't he? He loved it. Has he? Do, has he done the jungle? He's not. He did, he did the dancing one, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. They offered more. They offered to pay eighty percent of his wages dancing. Jungle, <laughs> jungle, only paying fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, brilliant man. But part oh, two's another belter. Yeah. Yes. What? What about Alison? Oh,
0: That's what a... you
1: love to see in it. It's what you love to see. Emotional. See, I didn't know what I didn't know what the score were. Me, I, I didn't realize he went up at one all. Normally, they're losing, aren't they? See, I tell you, what, I tell you, who shit his pants? Whoever's on the edge of the box, because he's obviously run past him, and he knows that he probably should leave the man on the edge of the box, doesn't he, and go and mark him? Yeah. But he just thought, Nah, fuck that. I'm not getting the big dog. Let somebody else in there pick him up, and then nobody did. Unbelievable, man. Uh, to be fair, he's done. He's done so well because the kid in front of him—I don't know what he's called—he's yeah. gone to—he's gone to edit and like. Could have quite they put me and you off, wouldn't it? Oh, I. We'd, we'd have been blazing over the bar with it, wouldn't we? <laughs> it's hit my shoulder, guaranteed. Yeah, brilliant as well for Allison, was His dad, his dad died this year, and he couldn't even go to the funeral. Yeah, that's what I mean. The the scenes afterwards was uh, very emotional. All the um all the live dates have been confirmed now and are on the website. Are they really? Yes. That's breaking news, isn't they, on the Manchester. Uh, Yes, what dates are we on, Manchester, John? You've just been checking the diary. Thursday the... What are you laughing at, your dicks? (laughs) Thursday the 4th and Friday the 5th of of Manchester. Thursday the 4th, Friday the 5th of November, Manchester away. Oh. If you get on the website, www.underthecosh.com. And go to the live shows, they're all on there and all the tickets are available. I think there's some that's just come back available for Manchester, isn't there? Because there's some asked for a refund. Because it, they, yeah. were, they were, obviously, because we're such a fucking big deal, both were sell arts, weren't they? They were. Yeah. So I think there's a few places left at Manchester, because obviously people who booked them for the original dates can't make the, uh, can't make the next one, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few people have said about Southern dates as well, which... We're going to do, but obviously with, with everything that's gone on, COVID and everything, we've held off to make sure everything's, everything's back to normal. We don't want to book a load of dates in again. It's no. so total, a total lie. That, I tell you why we've not booked Southern dates is because we want to see if anybody comes to us Northern dates first. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. We, Mar- we, market research, I think they call it, John. We just, we just jumped on the COVID bandwagon. Really, <laughs> we're shitting as pants for booking anyway, in case no fucker comes. <laughs> but all the dates are on the... And that's the new website as well, by the way. The brand Spanker—it's it, far too good for us. In like, let's be honest, yeah, it, it look we look like an, right. a, a proper team, proper establishment. We do. We have, we've got to say a bit a big thanks to uh, Ascension Digital who sorted the website out. They've been brilliant. They've been brilliant. If you're a small or medium-sized business and you want a website, we can't recommend them enough. They um, made an exception for us because we're a fucking massive business. They've just been made... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just helped us out. But if you after if you are after a new website get in touch at, uh, eh, eh, eh. at ascension digital digital <laughs> at ascension UK and they'll give you a free consultation I was impressed with the communication levels yeah I dipped my to yes. into the admin and they were very very sharp on the um, on the communication yeah. no us way, which isn't there. usually like you unless, unless there's someone free on the table yeah unless there's some dinner for me I'm not really that bothered but I did um, I did take a bit of an interest in it and I knew that if I did want to make a phone call to him, somebody would answer the phone. (laughs) (laughs) John Sitton are out on Thursday for the Patreons as well. What a guy he is. Yeah, some boy, isn't he? Indeed, yeah. Get him back back into football. He deserves to be in in the game, doesn't he? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's a bloody good team talk, that, isn't it? But like he talks about, it just killed his career, didn't it? Yeah. You know what says it all though. Somebody said something on on Twitter, and um I think Darren Purse was mentioned in one of the, one of his stories. And Darren Purse has piped up and went, uh, "He's saying derogatory things about one of the best coaches I've, I've ever worked with." But hmm. so that just shows you that because players don't suffer fools, do they? And he didn't have to say come out and say that. Yeah. yeah. So he must have had some some in the in the in the tank. And that and that team talk happens probably at five seven grounds per saturday every saturday yeah every saturday afternoon That that's happening it's 100%. like we've had stories about about fisticuffs and everything with manager yeah tony pewler's throwing a naked headbutt yeah <laughs> i like the fact that it's a naked headbutt me <laughs> john <laughs> sitting ask someone bring a packed lunch to a bit of a scrap and that's it You've never, you don't get another job now what a great fella What's going on there, John? <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you just hear the dogs in background? You, have you opened the kennels? <laughs> yeah. So if you've not if you've not listened on the on the Patreon, get over and have a listen. Yeah. Honestly, I I, I don't I don't understand why people are not involved in it. <laughs> I don't I don't I genuinely don't know why people are not involved in Patreon. for two pound fifty a month, yeah, it's a coffee, Why wouldn't you? Think. Why wouldn't you? Especially the fact that you get all the last thirty odds. Backdated. That's all available on the website now. I don't know what's the website. Oh, www.undercost.com. £2.50 a month for probably 60 hours entertainment. Mm. Get, get yourself a hoodie and you know, all while you're on there. Oh, yeah, and a cap. Oh. <laughs> and that Should we get Stevie Davis back in then? Yes, let's go.
2: How was Brayford? Bray come in, mate, and was very quiet because he'd come from Burton. But, mate, from day one, he was like, yeah. Because he'd already, as I say, he'd had him for 10 years at Burton. So he knew what type of character he was. He knew once he got himself up to level. Fitness-wise, he'd fly and fair play to him, mate. Bray was probably Quirk- our best player. Is he for- not a bit by water like <coughs> Yeah. No, is so, yeah. so Newcastle? Oh, yeah, he's strange. He stays, yeah. but I got on I got in, I got got on with him really well. Like, put it this way, if you used to met him and you've played in a team with them. if you're on a Saturday night, think I fancy a beer, the first person you call, beer, <laughs> you're like, he'll, he'll have a beer and he'll be Top a of the list. And Brayford will be first on your team sheet. Like, that type of lad where, even if he's got plans, he would drop everything for you just because you're his teammate. Yeah. He'd be like... Oh, i had the mail up. Give me five minutes and I'll show it to i was need to ring you back and write, right lad, where are we meeting? Just you one whatever. of them In Yeah. Oh, <coughs> my mate was being a nuisance. Yeah. And I think I didn't reduce
1: myself and sport him for a bit. I went, oh, get rid of him, will you? Yeah. Thought nothing else of it. About five minutes later, he's like, pull us to one side. Yeah. He went, if you're being serious about getting rid of him, I can make a few phone calls, you know. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he was... We're going to get him killed. get I know a few people that can get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. him I don't yeah.
2: like, oh. know, like, he's just pissed, mate. Yeah, <laughs> just really put cool.
1: him in a taxi. <laughs> he's got a sniper he, on the hotel route. Send him to flyers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that ties in with what I said to you. Like, if you had, if he genuinely had plans and you'd said to him, mate, come and have a few pints with this fucking missus do doing my head in, he would literally blow everyone out and be like, right, come here, come on, i mean, you'll go for a few pints. <laughs> And he'd just sit foot with you and listen to you and be like, should we go somewhere else? Like, come back, let's go. So, were
1: like a totally into the football... Yeah. camaraderie, team... Oh, yeah, and all what ...over like, his family?
2: Not over his family, but he he, he would still make time for you. Yeah. Like, because obviously you go into saying you'd be like, oh, fucking hell, she's on my case. She's fucking moaning at me 24-7. I'd be like, come on in. let's go and fucking have a game of pool. Let's go and have... So where you would hear the lads like, oh he's having a bad time at home and you literally get showered and you're gone, aren't you? You're like, Well, my home's all right. He's not that that character. He'd be like, you'd come over and sit next to him and be like, You're all right. Come on, mate, me and you're gonna do this if you want. Like i have that a couple player. of hours away. Yeah. Good, he was that he was yeah. that type of character, like he would do genuinely do everything for you. So from the minute he walked in, it was like, yes, he's on our team. <laughs> so he was genuinely going to get somebody killed for you. <laughs> yeah, that would be just because you've said something to him, and he'd be like, "Oh, I know him, right?" I'll um, if he if been serious, he, he would he would fucking do it. <laughs> we make another one. We was in Marbella, and we're at fucking. We we'll go back to Derby, so we're on. Nigel sent us to Marbella, so we. I speak to him before I go. He's like, "They've always me credit card." As long as everyone's together, I don't care what you do. He said, the only thing is, no women, no fighting. Lads, so. To Clough? Lads, Clough, say to the lads, lads, he's given us his credit card. No women, no fighting. Lads like sound. So we're at, what's Bentley's place called? Um, La, Sala. La Sala, Yeah, that, in at the beach bar. So we're all in there couple of hours, lads are fucking giddy as fuck. They're like, right, come on, let's go on the banana boat. And Cluffy's paying for all yeah, this. <laughs> <Yeah, but laughs> Cluffy's here here give me his let's card. Go on, on let's go on board. the banana boat. Let's go on the banana boat. Like, giddy as fuck. So I'm like, <laughs> right, give us 10 minutes. So I'm like, what the f-? Like, Sav didn't come with us, so the older lads stayed away. But we're all, like, 20, 21, 22, 23. So he's like, um, I've got his credit card, I'm thinking... I can't rock up to this fucking banana boat and just pay for 23 lads. They'd be on there. So I'm like, I'm going to have to ring them. So I phoned him, said, Gaffer, listen, all the lads, want to go on a banana boat? He's like, well, it's your decision. Are they all the capable of being on a banana boat? And I'm like, yeah, we're fucking flying. Are you, Gaffer? So, um, he's, like, so he's like, go on then. I just want to go on a banana yeah. boat. Is, <laughs> is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> just put it on the card. So I'm like, go on, lads. He said, said, we can go on. So this banana boat, there's like, one side there, the other side there, and then they like, where they have like, the pole in the middle. So it's like a big one. So the fella's like, 23, he's like, seven on this one, seven on that one. The rest of you can wait. So the seven get on there, seven get on there, put the fucking life jackets on, mate, the rest of them pile in the middle of these two banana boats. So the fella takes off. And the boys, like, there's 23 of us on it now. And the lads are giving him fucking shit. Like, fuck off, you fucking Spanish bastard, whatever. Like, couldn't get us off. <laughs> so he slows the boat down and turns it and faces us. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, we're in trouble now. <laughs> Mate, he pulls his thing back, flies at us. So the rope by this time is now fully turned. We've all come off. So we're like, we're all bobbing up and down in the water. Like crying, laughing. Next minute, like, look at looking around, counting everyone. Mate, there's two people with their heads down just bobbing in the water, like, gone. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. So we swim over. Jake Buxton, the lad who's just been yeah. manager at Burton, comes up, eye socket, fully smashed, like, blood everywhere. Next one, Chris Riggs dislocated shoulder, just bobbing up and down in the water. Like. So I'm thinking, oh, fuck, what are we going do here. Yeah. Like, so like, we end up all getting back to shore, like the paramedics. the an like, oh, Jake Buxton has smashed his axe, so it. Chris Ricketts dislocated shoulder. Right? So they're both in the back of the ambulance, so I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to ring him, here, aren't I? So I'm like... Gaffer, we've had an accident. He's like, What's happened? I said, Fucking Jake Buxton looks like he's broke his eye socket. And Chris Riggett's done his shoulder and he went, No his words were. Don't worry, mate, they weren't playing on Sotty anyway. I just left him. Oh God. <man. laughs> mate just left them. Bucko had to drive all the way back from Spain, mate, in a like a Fiat... Well, no the fear panda little panda no smaller than that <laughs> <laughs> with that fat brown in it we used to call him fat brown food, fat brownie. Oh, the big l- <laughs> oh mate you should have seen him he's sweating for about 36 hours he went on his face he couldn't fly mate because he couldn't fly because of the pressure <laughs> This nigga was left in Spain because he needed surgery on his shoulder so we left him <laughs> and fucking Bucco had to get a, uh, a car back <laughs> Two men he, left behind. Yeah, that's 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 all he said. Don't worry, they weren't playing at the weekend <laughs> anyway. No women, are no fighting. No women, no fighting. He yeah. took it, mate. Say,
1: banana boats?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true story, mate. On my kids' life. You know, just bobble up and down on the water, mate, just like that. So I was thinking, oh no, they're dead. But they, but apparently, when we spoke to Booker when he got back, the boat actually the corner of the boat hit him in the face. I don't know when it's because it drove straight at us. Killed him as soon as the ropes pulled tight. It's just spun us. And the both hit him in the face. Hey. And fucking wiped them out, mate. Good story though. that's a love
1: banana boat, I'm getting up. Wait, it was
2: a fucking cracker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being are on the pearl if someone goes, our oh, lads, banana boat You'd be like, not in the bar. Fuck, the
2: bar. <laughs> what? Twenty-three of us. <laughs> oh go on then,
1: we'll go. Make the call. That, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just... Sorry, gaffer we've lost two men. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two men in battle. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> like, let same say we it
2: Oh, we a couple, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> they were just weird. Don't worry, they weren't playing at the weekend. And the lads were like, oh, so we weren't fuming. It's like, nah. And he were like, oh, all right, no worries. Like, two of them weren't bothered. They were like, oh, we were just worried that he was going to go mad. It's like, nah.
1: What do you think his thought process were behind? Do you think it was just like for the camaraderie then? It's the right it must, must have been. been. The club's been I the think he post. was
2: just brought up. I think because his dad brought him up that way. Mate, he didn't give a fuck. I think I don't like, like the players. players for him. That's mate, that, and that's what, that's what, like you speak to Carlo and people like that who don't like him, but then when you've played with him, well played for him, and he trusts you, and he believes in you, mate, you can literally do anything you want. As long as you, t- mate, you could say to him, you could come in Thursday and say, Gaffer, I took my missus out for a meal last night, I had a couple of glasses of wine, I feel horrendous. He'd be like, go on, just get yourself off. But if you didn't tell him, and you're saying yeah, like a bag of shite, he'd have you in. He'd be like, because he knew everything that was going on in the city. So I would openly go in and say, Gaffer, I was out last night. And he'd be like, go home. As long as you're fit for Saturday, I'd be like, yeah, i I'll be fine. And as long as you played Saturday, could just gold, mate. Do you think that's a good thing, though,
1: or a bad thing? <clears throat> in grand scheme of things.
2: I think it was good for that club because he was changing. When I went there, we had, there was players on, like, 25, 30 grand a week. And the club couldn't could couldn't sustain that money. So he brought in younger lads on less money but were fully behind them. Mm. So he would he would wreck do you know like you'd sit in the dressing room you go, lads, we need we need to fucking get together here and have a couple of beers. Like it doesn't something's not right. But you'd make that decision as a team, wouldn't you? And you wouldn't tell the manager where he would spot that. Like a week before you even thought it, he didn't. Stick and be it. like, right, we're going here, mm. everyone. Like even if he didn't drink, Mike Tom Carroll come alone from Tottenham, who he didn't he hadn't drunk. We went to went to Madrid. We had four days in Madrid. We had tickets for Atletico Madrid, Barcelona. When Messi scored that free kick from the left hand side of the penalty box, and he whipped it in the far corner. We was at that game. Free tickets. Tom Carroll didn't drink. When we got to the airport, we flew from Luton. And Nigel was, we flew from Luton because Nigel was flying somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he hadn't even played, mate. This was his first day. We come through, passport, put our bags on. We had a text message, meet at this bar because we were all arriving in trips and jobs. Got there, Cluffy's there, what do you want to drink, son? Order oh, your drink. Tom Carroll comes up. Hi, Nigel, I'm Tom Carroll. I know who you are what do you want to drink I don't drink pint of guinness <laughs> gives him a guinness mate Tom Carroll's spewing up off a pint of guinness by the end of the trip mate he's on fucking bombs. like full in like just steaming constantly <laughs> <laughs> he's like a fucking club rep isn't he <laughs> he's not a manager. mate pre-match meal pre-match meal on a Friday in the hotel game you'd have uh, in the hotel night like, before the game you'd have your food and an alcoholic beverage of your choice every game no matter what game if it was the biggest game of the season you'd have pre-match Brownie Pint of Brony like he would take your order before the day so when you got to your pre-match you'd have a pint They're ready for you yeah you'd have a pint and your meal and he'd be like right off to bed lads
1: I think I like him ah, I, think he know, was brilliant. I think I love him mate yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: before I left Derby we went to it's oh, a golf, Formby, Formby All Golf Club so we're there. We've got games around this area, so we're in Formby. All, all fucking, all on the bottom floor. He's like tonight, tonight's our night, lads. We're partying tonight's our so, night. Fucking right. So he takes us all to Formby, pays for a big meal for everyone, drinks. Takes us back to the hotel. He's like, right, you've got till twelve o'clock. He sat in the corner, watching his baseball because he loved baseball. Like, <laughs> love baseball. He was watching, remember Champ Manager when you watched him? Like, the little circles were just fucking moving around. He was watching baseball like that. Sat in the corner about half eleven, he went to bed. Gary Crosby, Andy Garnet, Martin Taylor. The three, his three staff. That's, he's fucked off, you know. Lads, like, so what are we doing? It's like, fuck it, we'll just stay up. Mate, five o'clock in the morning. We're still all rocking around the hotel club. And the rest of his staff, have yeah, sent- they're in. They're, mate, they're still with us. They're like, don't worry, we won't tell them. So we're all still there at five o'clock in the morning, and a couple of the younger lads have have gone to bed. So Andy Andy Garner's gone to reception and got keys for their room, and because they're on the bottom floor, he's opened the door, gone in, and then the other door had patios onto you know the like putting green and stuff. We're on the putting green, there was a pond just behind it and all ducks. So we're all on the back, at the pond picking ducks up. Put the ducks <laughs> in the, the young lad's room and all just fucked off to bed, mate. <laughs> like <laughs> you can just
1: hear. Uh, ah! Ah! the fuck? <laughs> 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 he
0: ducks. <laughs>
2: Planted 30 ducks in the bedroom <laughs> and all went to bed. And like the lads come down and they were like, mate, there's fucking ducks. <laughs> it's like, mate, you should have seen you. he was fucking flying on the air <laughs> But Cluffy didn't know anything about it. Do you
1: think that's design though? Cause
2: yeah, I think he... Do you know, like, he said
1: 12 o'clock and he's got a bed at half o'clock. Yeah, he level.
2: knows you're not going to bed at 12 right, o'clock. He, yeah.
1: And he's probably told his staff as well, yeah. Let him... Let him but it feels—it feels, to... it feels yeah. a bit more like yeah. you've been a bit naughty because he's. Mate, when the
2: staff are pulling you and like fancy a cigar outside, mate, and you're standing there with the assistant manager having a cigar, thinking, "This can't be right." The season starts <laughs> in ten days. Yeah. And they're like, "Don't worry, he won't know." And you're like, are "You sure?" And you're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Go ahead, then I'll have another one." <laughs> but yeah, we put 30 ducks in the room <laughs> and just left. Them. <laughs> Mate, I can just I can just remember people like taking their socks off, like Just getting in the pond, like, picking a dog
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> walking
2: in <walking> across the button
0: green.
2: Honestly, mate, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: Special thanks to one of our sponsors again. HelloFresh. fresh for my fa- one of my we favorite sponsors, this well. to be fair. We know hey, there's a new code. We'll get in early. There's a new code for all for all you under the Kosh listeners. Under Kosh with an E. So U N D E R C O S H. And you get 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three. Oof. That is value, isn't it Jeez. That is some humongous savings going on right there. You're almost eating for free, aren't you? Mm well kind of <laughs> it's a, it's a good offer John but it's not that it's good it's not quite that good 50% off but 35% off your next three do they still do the pork and apple burger chris i think they do you know i had a, what did i have yesterday oh creamy a creamy aubergine curry oh oh i must say i'm not a massive aubergine fan but that sounds incredible i thought i'd, I'd try know. the uh, vegetarian menu for a couple of weeks the spot on with all the spices and everything that they provide all the flavours, oh scrumptious I'll be honest with you, I'll not be having the vegetarian you don't Uh, have to John, but the option's there for everybody sign us up for teriyaki beef not a problem 35 recipes to choose from each week you get your cards don't you, you get your step by step instructions foolproof they've got uh, new lunchtime menus as well now if you want to make something nice for lunch you know like quick fire 10 10 minute recipe yeah, yeah. Oh, it's worse when you—it's worse when you're thinking. Gets to about four o'clock, and you're thinking, "What? have for tea? Oh, yeah. I want that, but I ain't got that, and I've got to go." And this is all bum. Job done. Oh, no, all in the box. Get your card out. Get your ingredients. Step by step. One bam, Thank you, ma'am. Get your tunes you on. You away you right. go. I think you can up- upgrade them as well. You know, if you got a few people coming round. Almost like a dinner party type scenario. Oh, dinner party! Dinner oh. party. Get me on that program. Let me on that programme on telly. with everybody goes round to each other's houses and marks them. If I don't go away with a thousand pound, I'll juggle I'll juggle sand again. I'd love to I'd be I'd be giving you negative feedback no matter how how nice the food were. I know you would, because you're an asshole. The food was nice, but John is really annoying us this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris's cookie, Chris is cooking well good, but it's very standoffish to start with, isn't he? Almost comes across as arrogant.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All you got to do is go to www.hellofresh.co.uk <clears throat> and enter the code UNDERCOSH, U-N-D-E-R-C-O-S-H, and you'll get that 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Obviously, you mentioned it a couple of times—the the fracture in your skull—a significant moment in your career, let alone your your life. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it was something that definitely changed me. Yeah. Um, because I was all—I wouldn't say I was—I wasn't all in for the rest of my career, but it was all about football. And then at the time, I'd only been married twelve months. I had a baby who was one, a baby who was five. I mean, priorities changed, mate. Like. When someone tells you two millimeters away from brain damage, never mind recovering to play football. Yeah, just to be the person I was before. I started to be less, not less professional, less serious. Like as soon as the game was over, I never took it all.
1: So obviously, for anybody who didn't know know about the situation how it happened, we're
2: in a game. Yeah, we were playing. Um, we were playing Southampton innocuous left. The left back was Gary, Gareth Roberts was just up, running up the line to cross it. And I was on a Jose Font's left shoulder. And I just tried to note dart in front of him to get in front of him. And as he seen me coming, he sort of just put his elbow out to stop me, which just hit me in the, in the middle of my forehead, mate. And at the time, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I wasn't unconscious. I remember lying on the floor and feeling like all the rest, this part of my head was swollen, but this this middle bit here felt normal. So I've like, I'm lying with my hand on my head, like, it hurt. And the physio's like, Dave, I'll move your hands. So as I've moved my hands, I've lifted up to like sit up towards him. And this the look on his face, mate, was like just fear. And he was like, just lie down. And I was thinking, what the fuck? I was like, I'm fine. Like I've just it's just a bang. And he was like, seriously just Stay where you are. Um, Would there
1: been a lot of swelling?
2: No, so basically, the bit that I thought was swollen was normal, but the middle part of my head was indented, so it was a depressed fracture. So this whole part of my forehead here was like his elbow size, just completely in. So physios done what they, they were doing and put me in the ambulance, and I remember going to the hospital, and it was like this. Like once the adrenaline had wore off, like this pressure, where I felt like my eyes were coming but they were going to just pop out my head. So I was like lying there pushing my eyes in, thinking like, I'm in serious trouble here. Like, I don't know what's happening. So I remember the lady being with me, the paramedic, and I was explaining to her, that's it, mate, for five, six days. Nothing. Can't remember a thing. Did they put you in a coma? I think it was a... Induced. Induced. Like, let's get rid of the pressure. Keep them sort of stable. But they fixed it and then woke me up. I think it was on the uh, Monday or the Tuesday. Like, still woke up, mate, normal. Looked down, I've got me fucking kit on still. Thinking, what the fuck? Like, it's just happened. But it was... I don't know if it was four or five or three or four days later. But from... I remember getting into the ambulance and the, the pressure and the feeling. But then after that, mate, nothing. Have you seen remember.
1: it Have you seen it back?
2: Nah, never. <clears throat> never seen it. The, the bit that I found difficult, Parky, was Sasha is from London. So she was in London with the kids. So I was in Derby, my mum and dad were at the game. So the bit that I found difficult was, I, I listened to the one she's done with Hume, you know, with the, the way they cut him. I remember having a conversation in and out of consciousness where they wanted to do the same thing. And the only thing I was worried about was, if they do cut me like that, will it scare the kids? And that was my only thought. It wasn't like the easiest or the best way to fix it. It wasn't about me. It was about, will that be something that when they grow up, they remember when daddy had, had his fucking, his face cut open mm. and he had these big scars and it was like a conscious decision of, can you fix it another way? Because I don't want my nine-month-year-old daughter or 12-month, whatever she was at the time, remembering that because I've only gone to play football. She doesn't know what's happened. And it was something, as we were saying then, just my mindset just completely changed from football to, no, you're a dad and you're a husband. Like, that's more than Mm -hmm. what the the game is. And that was... (laughs) I think for the rest of my career, I was always... I was always fully in. But I also...
1: But you could switch it off? I could,
2: Yeah. But I could never switch it off originally. Mm. But I learned to switch it off, yeah. You're right.
1: You any ill-regard towards Fonte
2: or...? Yeah, definitely because... Not because of what he'd done, for the fact that he didn't contact me afterwards to see if I was okay. Yeah. Like... Has he swung at all? Yeah, oh yeah, he fully... He fully swung her, but which is part of the game. Which I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Not, so I'm, he's, he's in his mindset. He's
1: just doing his job, thinking right. I'm just gonna get my arm across yeah. here, stop him running. Which happens.
2: Yeah, but ten but, times. But, a but what 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 I don't like is he didn't contact me. And then it was it was the the euros were in Portugal a few years ago, weren't they? And we was actually on holiday, and the the baby. Well, she's not a baby. She's ten. He was playing for Portugal, and the first thing she because so, she doesn't like football. The first thing she seen was him and went, Daddy, there's that man that hurt your face. She was one. She could still remember it. So she can remember something. An and she it can is. remember people. She knows people have conversations in his name. And that he, he plays for Portugal. <clears throat> and she picked him out, mate. He's playing in a European Championships. I'm never, never saying I was going to be at that level. But how can she remember mm. that he done that to her dad? So and that's why... Is-
1: if it have got in contact with you after and said, "Look, mate, I'm really sorry." Yeah, I think it, it's done in it. Like, yeah, you think that's just not given. You, yeah, because I know obviously you and, and Yomi's situation were a little with bit more. Yeah, because
2: I played obviously more is a chef. You when yeah. I went there, and I played with Humi before, and I've listened to you the thing he's done with him, which mine was can, kind of the same but different. Like he wasn't asked, and that's the bit that hurt me. What, yeah. yeah, because yeah, it's affected <laughs> me. But the, me being a footballer was never about me. It was about what I can bring to my kids' lives or their, their livelihood. Like give it, them a better start.
1: In a flip sort of way, <clears throat> do you think it actually helped you? you I know think
2: it you made
1: said, me a better. It, your it made, made me a better person. It made me a better dad. Your mindset and all that. Yeah. It, so I, uh, from this massive incident, <clears throat> yeah, which were obviously horrendous. On the flip side of that, in the long run, it might have made you.
2: I think it definitely did make me, because you know what it's like when you're at that age, it's when, because I was flying at the time, it was all about where can I get to next? Like mm. I said at the start, right? I've I've mastered the championship right now at the next level. And because I was on the verge of that, I think I neglected, not, not neglected, ignored the fact that I had a young family, mm. I had a wife who was living away just for my, for me,
1: so we are selfish bastards. Footballers, that yeah, much.
2: mate, unbelievably selfish. Even till last year, like my kids are sixteen and ten. I'm living in Scotland, mm-hmm. like, and she's having to do this girl run run a business, run that house, and it just comes to a point where I thought, fuck this. Yeah, wait, With, uh, what had is Martin Allen
1: on last week? And he's probably the only manager that I've spoke to, and he said he he sees the wives and girlfriends just as important as the players.
2: Yeah. See, but I he never gets seen it. everybody everybody but together.
1: Ninety nine percent of footballers don't. No. Nah. You you see it as all right, I'm gonna Scotland, right, to put food on my table. Yeah.
2: But it was causing yeah. more damage.
1: Yeah. Me mm.
2: being away. But I think the money's got nothing to do with it. The no. main thing is yeah, you being a dad and yeah. you being there for them. I think it made me a better husband and
0: priority, dad. Than the priority it did. shift.
2: Yeah. Massively. How was Nigel with you? Nigel was unbelievable. Um as I said before, he was in the hospital with me for probably two or three days. Give me twelve weeks off, completely off. Didn't have to do anything, just recover, just be normal again. Then when I got back to training, he would push me, but not push me. So I made me. I come back against. I think it was Birmingham, but two weeks before that, I was scheduled to play, and I trained on the Friday, and was way off it. No, when you just like this is too soon. Mm. i would already named the team I was playing, and as I said to you before, if you speak to him and tell him, he's cool. Like I've played, and then he'd have said to me he was fucking telling him afterwards. I'd have said, listen, I wasn't ready. That would hate him. Mm. Where I just pulled him and said, listen, I'm fucking nowhere near ready. I need a few mm. weeks, and he was like, mate, take out, take whatever you want. And he didn't say that as a weakness. <coughs> no. Some managers would, wouldn't they? Yeah, he was like.
1: Even though you I can imagine you were chomping a bit together. Oh hired. yeah, I was ready.
2: I was in my mind I was fully ready to play. Was there ever a point before that
1: that you thought, <clears> do you know what's it worth it? You know, yeah because I'm I'm assuming you had to wear a mask and everything. Yeah, well I was
2: and... I was advised to wear a mask for the rest of my career. Um and in the Birmingham game, the one I started, I had it on for the for the game. We got into the second half and we had a corner and I'd been moaning at a half time to him and said, Listen, I need to get this off. It's fucking do me heading. He was like I'm telling you, I've spoke to Sasha. You take that off, you're coming off. Like I've give, yeah, I've give your wife my word that I'll protect you and look after you. You take that mask off, you're coming off. And we we played the short corner, mate, and I took it off. Ben Davis crossed the ball in, mate, it's there, bang. Edda scored. So I'm like, shit. So I'll start running, <laughs> over to, start running over to Nigel. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I've got the mask in my hand. So as I get there, I, like, try to put it on there quick. Oh, Before I get to him, like he's not seen, as if he's not noticed. <laughs> so, we have celebrated with him, mate. Before the game started, the center circle substitution for Derby coming off number seven, Steve Davis. And I thought, You could not took me off me. Well, I, I, I think it's good, though. Yeah. I like you thought it. you'll come, but I think yes. that's incredible. Yeah, man. that must have oh, been the time because I was in the middle of the so game. So, he's, he's put in the team's results, yeah me uh, Aside for... And that was the Saturday. And on the Tuesday we were playing. I think the Southampton game was probably, the, was actually the Tuesday after, but the, the Tuesday after the, the, me debut was, uh, me coming back from the head injury was Blackpool at home. So on the Monday morning, <coughs> he's pulled me. and He said, listen, you're wearing a mask. Yeah. If you want to play, you're wearing it. I said, come on, please let's go back and see the fucking, the surgeon and see what he says. He's like, right, I'll get you on for Tuesday morning. The game's Tuesday night and see him so i went on my own spoke to him sergeant was like you need to wear it yeah i said right i understand you're advising me i need to wear it but what is the worst case scenario if i don't wear it he was like well if you get caught again regardless you've got the mask on or off it's gonna happen again so i said so this actually isn't helping me if it's gonna happen it's gonna
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: It's going to happen if I've got it on or not. He was like, "Yep," yeah, but it's just that little bit more protection. Mm. I said, well, I don't want to wear it. And he was like, well, as your agent, I can only advise you. If you decide you don't want it. It's up to you. Mm. So I phoned him straight afterwards, like, listen. He said, I don't have to wear it. I played on the Tuesday the Tuesday night. We beat Blackpool 2-1. I scored two another header. And then from that day, it was forgot about it. Well, That's you, an uh,
1: unbelievable uh, moment, though. That, <coughs> you couldn't write that. You, you know, know what, you Ian t-
2: Holloway, after the game, somehow got the, my dad's number and phoned him after the game and said, I've never seen anything like it. He said, you should be so proud of your son the fact that he's even come back. But in his first two games, he scored three goals. Yeah, and he, fo- he didn't phone me. He phoned my dad. Don't See, even know how he got yeah, them that. That's,
1: that's the difference between Ian Holloway and Fonte, mm-hmm. Fonte, whatever it's fucking mm-hmm. called.
2: No, he didn't have to do that, did he? Yeah. No, he just, he just lost. It's just a class, <laughs> yeah, class act, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you join you joined back up with Nigel at Sheffield United later on? In-
2: yeah. Um, so after I left Derby, I went to Bristol City. After there, I went to Blackpool. And it was i was at blackpool and it was just it was just fucking carnage mate it was it was the first year was good under paul ince like couldn't have a bad word to about about him he left thomas left he was probably our best player barry ferguson come in who to this day is the best footballer i've ever seen on my team like unbelievable he came to
1: Flatwood, if you remember he came yeah to on yeah, he come, hell, yeah.
2: unbelievable mate isn't he yeah like good. so it was i enjoyed the first year, but the second year, mate, was a fucking Jose Riga come in and signed fifteen players that I'd never heard like not only have I never heard of, but players we don't you know when you look at a team sheet and you go, kind I know we're in trouble there. Like teams must have been looking at our team sheet thinking, Fucking hell. <laughs> what the fuck's this? <laughs> Who the fuck's this playing here? <laughs> We sent, mate, I'll tell you a quick story. First game of the season, we're playing Forest away, City Ground. You know what it's like, first day season, red hot. So we're in the meeting, Jose Riga, speak English a little bit. So puts the team up. There is starting 11, seven subs. Going, naming it, uh, we can we can see it, he's naming it. Like, all right, okay. No, not great. But we are where we are, that's what we've got. We started pre-season with five players. Like, we are where we are. Fuck it, we'll... See how how we go how we go. Next minute, chief executive comes bursting through the door, walks to the front, speaks to Jose Riga. Jose Riga's to the analyst guy, down, 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 down. They're like, What? Team, team, down, down. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Five minutes later puts another team up. Completely different team. But now we've got two subs from eighteen. So we've had the starting 11, seven subs. We've now got a different 11 and two subs. So the lads are like, what the fuck's going on? (laughs) Chief executive, my fault, I forgot to register players in time. Wait, we turned up to the city ground with 13 players and the two subs with both goalies. (laughs) Championship Swear to God. (laughs) Same, honestly, on my kids' lives, that's what happened. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> it's, on, it, it's, it's, red. it's red hot. It's red mate. He
0: can't play. He, he, can't, he can't play. shit sh- you know if you're just, do
2: you know if you're be here? You might have
1: bench <laughs> mate, It was red hot.
2: You know what it's like first day of the season. Red yeah. hot. You're thinking like we've got seven or eight that you can bank. You're getting 90 minutes out of. There's three or four that are going to be flying, 70, one yeah. will be able to kick in. Yeah, mate. You're looking over after about an hour when Michael Michael Antonio's been running at you all day. Our <laughs> right backs needs a fucking he's car- having a cardiac arrest you look over mate we've got two foreign goalies like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck did <laughs> <laughs> you back <after laughs> <on> the <laughs> right
1: back no no, no, no not
2: me did <laughs> he give one of the other keepers a run <gasps> to... no nah, did he fuck just left them. That, that was how it was mate it was just an absolute car crash how was Ranger <clears throat> <sighs> wasted talent completely My were he used... good Actually unbelievable. If he had dedication, that I'd say us three had to pro- prolong your career and keep going. Maybe he'd be sitting in a fucking mansion somewhere in the world with life made. So was he just not? But like I know his timekeeping was meant to be horrific. Right, he, wasn't it? Well, this is the thing. So he would drive from Newcastle to the training ground at like four in the morning to make sure he was there for training. But then sleep in the car park and still miss training. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <But he's there.
2: laughs> you could have given him a knock. But he did. you knock on his window. He'd say, give me five minutes. And you still end up waiting for him. Like, he's been there for five hours and he's still late. And he'd be asleep in his car. But it was just... Just no getting through to It like was that. just Niall, yeah. But he wasn't... You know, I've seen things with him in the past where I definitely think he was tarnished with... Other people speaking about him, clubs-wise, like his card was marked mm. from more managers. Yeah, definitely, or from mistakes he'd made. But it definitely followed him. So I think he got to the point where he was like, "No matter what I do, yeah. no one's ever going to forgive me or give me a chance." So what's the fucking point? But he was that good, were he? Because I've never actually seen him play. Unbelievable, mate. He would. But the thing is, like, he turned up to Blackpool two stone over ways and was unbelievable. If he's that good,
1: he could have got that other chance, though, couldn't he? Nah, He'd have put his always, No, Black because Diff there's Diff always Diff Diff Diff. Morrison. Because every time he
2: got to somewhere where you'd think, right, he's ready, they would someone else speaking to, about him or to him. So say he's flying for Blackpool, and you know where uh, Norwich and Middlesbrough want to sign him. As soon as they speak to someone for a reference, it's gone. Like he's got mm-hmm. no chance. He was only he only came to Blackpool because we had fucking twelve players.
1: He was on absolute peanuts at one point. On,
2: I think he was on two hundred pound a ge- uh, two hundred pound a week, and three grand a game. It wasn't fair. I remember going. You no, know, when you drive to Bloomfield Road and you go under that bridge and there's the garage on the corner. I remember coming out of training and going into the garage to put petrol in my car, and the fella who worked there said, "So I put say I put fifty quid in my car when I got inside, he was like hundred pound. I was like, why? He was like." Niall filled his car up and said, Whoever comes in next will get it for him. <laughs> <laughs> and a, back, and a back of rebels. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd end up. But he was a nice kid. Like, so you couldn't not like him? No, you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't not li- like. Like, I like to give people a chance. And from what I've seen of him and the time I spent with him, you'd love him. Yeah. yeah. But it's because you'd hear it from someone else who would change it. To someone else, and by the yeah. time you get it, it's like six, seven down the line. And the story's completely yeah. different.
1: If you take if you if you meet him and take him as face value for yeah. what when you're Which wins, you should do anyway, shouldn't you? Yeah, like, yeah. he like
2: listen, he yeah, turns probably. up late for training. All right, well, he's late for training, but when he's training or when he's playing, he's our best player. Mm. So can you not look past the fact that he's late for what he's given us? And some people can't wear eye to I'm like yeah. just sad, in it. Yeah, I think that's a terrible his career was wasted. Ravel Morrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just think, what
1: what what, what he'd be up there, be? mate. That's another he'd level. He'd be up there Ravel with Ravel Morrison with yeah. one of my
2: best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fergie, I'd say Fergie is the best, but he'd be up there. He was just his ability was just but he, he's one of them where you're thinking oh if I could just grab you and shake you and be like, think about what you're actually doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Think right. of all the people that have tried though. Yeah. And yeah, that's the, and that's the point. There's no point in getting into it with him. And he gets yeah, to the yeah. point where you start with them. Yeah,
1: gets to point where you just think pissing it windy.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not even helping him because he will end up falling out with him. Yeah, and... but that's where it turns to, isn't it? So yeah. I'd rather just he's late, yeah. sound he's late. Do you want am playing up front with me on Saturday? Fucking million percent.
1: Somebody asked about um, <laughs> a, just a quick one on Bristol City about McInnes, and they was asking if there was a lot of bad eggs. He wasn't. He wasn't t- targeting <clears throat> at you,
2: but he just said, "Was that changing for a?" No, at Bristol City, the only... From when I turned up, i become really close mates with Jodie Morris, who was with Dell at St Johnston. So when he left and come to Bristol City, um, Jodie was offered the St Johnston job. Del convinced him to come to Bristol City and he'd put him on the staff. He'd still be a player, but he'd be on his staff. And because Jody was well well respected with the players and the lads as a player, the lads were on his side and Dell didn't do anything, didn't put him on his staff, didn't even have him in the squad. McInnes brought him and everything he'd promised him, he didn't do. But that by this time, Jody was well in with the lads yeah. and respected.
1: So what was he doing then, just as a training player? He was just, he was fucking just blanking
2: him, literally just blanking him. I was there for nine months. McInnes left after about six months. Never had one conversation. He used to ignore him. Literally. It just sounds weird. Blank him. Yeah. But by this time, he's well got us. Like Jody had all the lads behind him. Like we were. It wasn't players against manager. Treat so him with some respect. Like he's fucking. Yeah. He's been a top player. Yeah. Like you've promised them these things. Like so, it's different if you've said he's going on the staff. So you've decided better against it to not even have him in the squad. Like, he's just been offered a job. He was mm-hmm. going to be manager of St Johnston.
1: So is that is Obviously, his <laughs> he career's gone where it's gone coaching-wise, but he could have fucked his coaching yeah. career up, wouldn't
2: he? Well, mm-hmm. listen, if you was offered a, a job to manage an SBL team and you turned it down because someone offered you something, once you got there, it wasn't that, you'd be fucking spewing, wouldn't you?
1: But he didn't just think, football, <clears throat> um, cause a stink and be a bad egg, he was. No, he wasn't. He,
2: to be fair to Jody, he never, which I think he should have, because I think I would have, but he never. He was professional in the way he went about his business. But Dell was like, so the day I signed, I remember having a conversation with McInnes the day before. He was like, listen, the board they give me three and a half million quid. I need to get a striker and a centre-back. So I was like, OK. So I think they ended up getting me from Derby for a million. So he had like two two million, whatever he had left, to go and buy a centre-back. Mate, the day I signed my contract, I walk in his office and Sam Baldock sitting next to me. And I'm like, are you the centre-back? <laughs> <laughs> like, he spent his money on two strikers. I remember playing, we played at Blackburn, mate. Uh, Blackburn came to us, we got beat 5-4. Fo- uh, at Bristol, at uh, Ashton Gate, 5-4. Because we were fucking hopeless. We couldn't defend.
1: But you, you could score you could We mean, could man. score.
2: Mate, it was me and Sam Baldock, with, Sam Baldock up front... We had Albert Adon on the right, Yannick Balassi on the left. Mate, you're telling me you couldn't fucking just stand there and tap them in? Yeah. Mate, it was brilliant as a forward. But defending-wise, mate, we were fucking hopeless. We would literally concede three or four every week. <laughs> but that it was his decision. He went and bought the players. So I think that's what caused the problems and why he got sacked. Because I think what he tried to do was he had me and Sam as one and two. So if he didn't get me, he'd get Sam. If he didn't get Sam, he'd get me. But he put both that much into both of us. He ended up. With both- both- <laughs> <and> we both, <laughs> <and> we both- <laughs> I've got <an> <laughs> I think that's what happened. Just that, I think Sam left West Ham and I came from Derby. But then if you're a championships manager at that time, you're saying Right, I'll, he's just scored 15 for Derby. He's just scored 20 for West Ham. There's 35 goals. Put them up front. We've but hopefully, chance. we'll outscore everyone else. <laughs> but we didn't, mate. We, <laughs> we were like a fucking sieve at the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who signed you at Bradford?
2: <sighs> Oof, fucking Phil Parkinson.
1: You got the, you one of the few that got the call back?
2: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. At the time, yeah.
1: He <laughs> answered the phone.
2: Yeah, what a strange, strange fella. Um, I don't know. It's just I think as you can you can tell from the rest of what we spoke about. Like I do try and give everyone a chance, and I don't take like if if I spoke to someone who was like he's a prick him. Like I'd give him the opportunity to speak to me, and gauge off him. But I'd been there take like make your own opinion. Yeah, I'd been there about three months. The season was well well started. And he had this thing like I'd be say I was sub on the Saturday. He'd he'd bring me on. I'd do well, and then Monday morning he'd be like, mate, you're playing Saturday. So you're like, right, okay. So then it comes to the Friday, and he used to do this weird thing where he would like, he'd call the back four in, tell them not to play in, then call a the midfield four in, tell them that they're playing, then call the two strikers and tell them they're playing. So like it was secretive, but the lads were like, I know <laughs> what you're doing, you fucking knob. <laughs> so he, t- he told me on a Monday for about three weeks that I was starting, and then it comes to the Friday, he was like, eh, hey, James Hansen, Billy Clark, will you just come in? So he done it for two weeks on the spin. I thought, I'll let go on then. that's fine. So come down on the Saturday, scored against Rochdale. We drew 2-2. On the Monday, he pulls me and He's like, Dave, oh, he's fucking brilliant there. You got us back in the game. Like, you start starting Friday. Yeah, Saturday. So I'm like, all right. Friday morning, Steve Parkin comes in. Clarky hands the cafe wants you. So I'm like, fuck you. So I walk in. With, with the two of them I'm like hi Parky what's happening he's like Davo what are you doing I said oh you told me on Monday I was playing he's got his tactic boards 4-4-2 behind him he's like oh yeah 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 that's, that's what it is Where he takes a player out of midfield and puts it as a 4-3-3 he <laughs> goes <laughs> Clarky you're going to be on the left Hans you're on the right and Davo you're that down the middle
1: <laughs> was like, you fucking shit. <laughs> 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 by, the, by the way, James Anthony is not the, the left of a three player, is he? Mate,
2: <laughs> honestly, he had four four two, and he'd done it for like, to me for two weeks. I thought, I'm coming in with you. And I just walked in and his face was like, you used to have like this weird thing, you go, do you follow, And I'd be like, Gaffer? And he's like, what are you doing in here, Sam? I was like, you've told me, I'm playing. I'm looking, thinking 4-4, four, four. I said, am I left mid, Gaffer? He's like, no, 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 no. Pulls it down, <laughs> turns her into a four-three-three. 3, three. But
1: After we leave, mate, he calls one of the midfielders
2: <laughs> Change of plan, lads. <laughs> mate, he's in the TFU into a 4 three, three. <laughs> oh, Have the midfield already been in as well? Oh, make the midfielders were in first. <laughs> he called he called the one I think it was Mark Marshall another winger winger who's at Northampton he was at Charlton pe- places like that called him in marshy. he was like Dave, oh, you can't said mate I'm not uh, uh, it's not my fault like he told me I was playing <laughs> I was just seeing I just wanted to see his reaction honestly he just he looked up like that but he like he went what is this son he just pulled it down mate the, <laughs> it's the it's little fun. little spewing you thing. Yeah, the little red ones <laughs> yeah. we're playing a 4 3 I was like you fucking gimp <laughs>
1: That's fucking scandalous, by the way, from a manager. like. Yeah,
2: because he, because what he was trying to do was, which I didn't like, trying to keep everyone happy. Like, if I'm not playing, just say to me, you sub. Don't pull me on Monday, because you think, he's going to go fucking west of you. He's come on for three weeks on the spin and scored, and I'm not giving him a chance. Just be a man. I'll, just keep, say, I'll keep him yeah. happy for yeah. Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, just so he doesn't kick off. But yeah. then on Friday, I'll just, I'll just swerve him. Mate, he, honestly... I used for the first two weeks. I used to watch him go in his office, and I'd think I'll catch him. And by the time I got to the office, it was he was, like, was like he fucking disappeared. <laughs> Who said that the other day? <laughs> he's got a, got a trap door in his <laughs> office. <laughs> even, it wasn't even another <laughs> door. I used to walk in there, and no, when you're knocking, you wait. I used to just knock and walk in, and he was never there. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he yeah. was on the table? I used to be any like, cupboard. Cupboard, <laughs> like <laughs> I used to be like, what the where the fuck's he gone? <laughs> Like, he could genuinely disappear. Who said that? I can't. Who said he had a trapdoor in his office? Mate, 100% he was something in his O'Leary? office. Is that O'Leary? Danny Mills or O'Leary, was No, no, you know it was about Phil Park Parkinson. Job? Oh, sorry. Oh, I don't fucking know. Mills. <laughs> mate, 100% he was something in his office. Because I would watch him walk in and think, I'll get him now. And by the time, mate, he was he see to that door. By the time I got there, he was gone. Just
1: in JaVu. I yeah. know. Remember but I to... just did up he had like a lever and his chair just went, So when you walk
2: in, I used to walk in and be like, I'm fucking losing a plot. I've just seen him <laughs> walk in here. And then you'd get to training ground. Like, because you used to have like a two minute walk to the pitch. And you get to the pitch and he'd start dead quick. Like, those who no, so you couldn't get him. You'd be like, Gaff, and he'd be like, right lads. And, like, just cut over you. So you're like, right, I'll get you after saying. And So then he'd set a, a small side of the game up. So you're playing and you can see him. And then the next minute, he you look around and it's like, where's that cunt gone? Glennon. Yeah, it was Glennon. Yeah, get to the, you get back up to the test room in his office and he's not even there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Pin- 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 but the fact I just thought, fuck this, I'm walking in. You, can you put it on his toes there
1: and he's after to yeah. make it, because, well, guarantee if you'd have rang him, he's not answering.
2: Yeah. It? Oh, well, he done it, he done it... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so my contract was up the last day of the season, after the finishes, he calls you in, and he's like, Dave, we'll get you a deal. So I so was like, yes, and was never going to stay anyway. So he phones me about 12 days later, and I swear to God, it come up, Phil Parkinson, off. And he leaves me a voicemail. <laughs> so I'm 40, scabby. Is that again? So I phone him. I phoned him as he's still recording a, a voicemail. A voicemail hasn't even come through welcome to my voicemail. So I'll listen to it. Oh, I know I told you I'd give you a deal. Um, I spoke to the owners. They want to pull some money out. Um, I can offer you a deal. It's on this amount. But before I can even answer or, like, say, what is it? I know it's a voicemail, but, you know, listen to the message. I'll ring you back. What are you talking about? I'm not even going to disrespect your son. So we might, it's best we go our separate ways. I'm like you haven't even given me the option like I might have sucked the pay cut yeah.
0: so I phoned him
2: I've never spoke to him ever the only time I sh- so I didn't speak to him after I left there he then went to Bolton my first game for Rochdale was at Bol- uh, away to Bolton we beat them 1-0 and I scored and I walked over to him and said uh, 4-5-3 and he just looked <laughs> <and walked> away thought <laughs> so you are fucking not bad. <laughs> That's so what he used to do. Mate, it's fucking actually quite <coughs> tragic, uh, it's, it? it's painful. It's painful for him. He's me the, honestly the only manager, I could say, prick. I do know. Just imagine a new manager
1: coming into office and like putting a new picture up and just hammering a wall-wing. What the fuck's that going on? have been <laughs> digging
2: a tunnel for <laughs> hundreds years. <laughs> you end up in <laughs> down here. Yeah. Honestly, it's like he could disappear. I don't know what he done or how he done it, but it was good.
1: We've heard that before that he oh, rang, it then, but it's gone straight, goes to answer for him. But how do you even do that? I know, it's, he, it's like he just blo- he's blocked you. Like he's <laughs> blocked, you blocked your call. Call. He's, he's
2: rang you yeah. and it's so, cut it off and got to your voice. Yeah, but, he, but he, it's like, no, because he just rings and then just hangs up dead fast.
1: So you've got a, a Phil some missed call. don't know <laughs> how he
2: does it, mate, but it's fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, so, so he flashed in. up and left straight away. So he's rang you, he's hung up, you've yeah. rang him back, he's tried to ring you back, Yeah, so he has got to your voicemail. Ah. And then he leaves me a message. But I haven't even got time to listen to the so message. So he waits
1: for you to ring and then he rings you back, yeah. so that he knows... Yeah, it's a so game so of percentages, you've
2: got to time that, <laughs> call yeah. back, perfectly. Yeah, but by the time you've listened to his message, your contract was there, but then he's not disrespecting you, so it's gone. <laughs>
1: so by the end, you can't even a win, isn't it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> It's a whirlwind thirty seconds. <laughs> so
1: that's a but lot of effort to not disrespect someone. Yeah. <laughs> by the end
2: of the phone call, isn't iPhone genius, bless him. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a fucking sneaky bastard! It's the best thing I've ever seen. Like the bywater was just clash, mate. but for a manager, so he like just glanced over his shoulder because it was four four two, and he went four four three son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was, I was like, just cringing for him. Yeah, but I was even like, God, but that's not me on the left, is it? Like, I haven't got that. Clarkey, you're on the left, son. <laughs> Hanson's like fucking a bean pole. He's got no rifles. Hans, you're on the right, son. And I'm like, my down the middle, yeah? <laughs> That's what he poor, that, it. <laughs> Quality, but piss poor from him.
1: We've got a new uh, uh, sponsor, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Charles Tira. Charles Tira, yes. they, oh. they provided us some uh, lovely clobber. The fashion, a, the, the fashion guru. Very, very good gear as well. Yeah. They're tailored to your, to your measurements, aren't they? That's what I liked about it, Chris, because when I'm yeah. buying stuff, not, there's one department that normally lets us down, whether it's the short sleeves are too short or the, the collar's too tight. You send your measurements through and everything just fit like a glove. The center's the um, it's, it's new, new shirt this season, the Ludgate in sky Ooh. blue. And it's one of my favourite shirts. Straight in, straight in the top three. Is it for, really? Yeah, for fit. I like the colour. Um, you can dress it up, you can dress it down. The centre's um, a zip-up, almost cashmere-like uh, fleece, and you can wear, put that over the top and you can go to any occasion.
0: Happy oh, day.
1: look up your daughters in Leeds. <laughs> well, and, your, and your grandmas. <laughs> so just like I next say massive thank you to Got One for, for doing the, the advert for us there. Thank you very much, Got <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Chris, it wasn't cashmere. it was merino wool Merino, um, there is you a merino wool Merino wool c- keeps you Hot and cool, no matter what the temperature Yep, exactly And there's a discount, as always They're providing us with an, an exclusive Introductory offer to our listeners You can enjoy shirts and polos For only 24 dollars 95 And knitwear from $29.95 with six months guaranteed free returns. All you got to do is simply use the code COSH24. Get yourself to CharlesTira .com, or this is a, an exceptional boost, get yourself in store. So you can go in store, you can get fitted up yourself, give them the sizes, whatever. Just tell him at the till, Cost 24 Just tell him at the, yeah, hand over, hand yeah. it over. Whisper Ooh. in his ear, yeah, sweet nothings, Cost 24 biggin. It's almost like having a little bit of something up your sleeve, isn't it? New shirt sleeve. Puts it through the till. Uh, that'll be uh, seventy nine ninety nine, sir. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, nope. gosh. No. Nope. Cost twenty four, bigun. Cost twenty four. You'd get a that's shake a little shake that's... of a finger from me. No, no, yeah. no. No, 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 sir. No, get that's down. on. So get, got... get on over to the website or get on, get in the store and use the code cost twenty four and get your discount now. CharlesTyrrett.com. Tell us about uh, Joe Thompson, mate. What an absolute legend!
2: Oh, yeah, absolute hero, mate. I was lucky, you know, because when I went to Rochdale, I was sat next to JT. Um, we used to play pretty similar four-three-three, three, so I'd be down the middle, Ian Anderson on the left, JT on the right. So the three of us sat next to each other, so we had a, a great relationship. We all got on really well. I think we were playing MK Dons away. When, I think the cancer was back, but JT hadn't told us. And it was just little bits in the game, knowing you know something's not right. So there was things happening where I was like, fucking hell, that's not like JT, because JT was fit as fuck. Like, he could do everything. Obviously after the game, he tells us all that it's he's poorly again and it's it's not great news. So we didn't see him for... How long was he in? I know we've had years of Adam on. He was in hospital for ages. Mm. And his first day back, he came come to the gym. We were just on our, like, first day of pre-season, just cycling. JT come in, like, he left a beast and come back as, like... It was like he was a child again. And I was thinking, fucking hell. Like, all the lads, are oh, JT, hope you're well. Like, I'm not that type of person. Like, he's obviously not been well. So I was just a bit, like... What's happening?
1: Stand office with him, like not stand office,
2: but like I just got straight back to oh, how he left. Yeah. So in the afternoon we had um, the team photos. So he's obviously, if you look at last year's one to this year's one, there's going to be a massive difference. But I didn't have, didn't. It's not that I didn't have the courage. I didn't have like, no, uh, that thing to ask him a question, like how are you feeling, mate? Because it's he's he's must have heard that question. How are you mm. feeling? How are you mm. feeling? I thought. Fuck out, I'm not going to ask that. So I just went in the physio room and got the, no, the Black Under app. So I just, he was just sat on his bench, so I just started wrapping his head in there. I just said, lad, we've got your hair back. Just as a joke. Yeah. Mate, it was the best thing I've ever done in my career. Because he just jumped up and he was back, mate. Like, started laughing his head off. Yeah. Like, but I had tears of joy. Mm. What he, he was needed. Like, he was like, Back to know Yeah. I've been back for four or five days i've just been waiting for someone to be like no there you go mate and it wasn't something i had thought of now when you all put your kits on and everyone's in the mirror putting the fucking the gel in thinking oh look the bollocks and he's just sat there and i was like yeah i'll have to be able to put some gel on yours I, <laughs> I just wrapped his head up like just to get his airline mate and it was the best thing i've ever done because the look on his face and he was like i'll oh, take it off let's redo it I'm covering his eyes as he <laughs> all gone, like just wrapping it up. But I imagine was... in
1: that situation that's exactly what he needed. Yeah, so yeah it just was, to but it wasn't back something... Back to normality. Like... It
2: wasn't something that I like, thought... I was finding it awkward to be like, to approach him where, like he's been sitting next to me for 12 months. And then when he comes back, you're like, you know how it is? When you're injured and you walk to the stadium and the fans are like, oh, when are you back? When are you back? When are you back? Before you get to the door, you're like,
1: fuck off. Yeah. Mm. I'll be as just nice back. as they're trying to be. Yeah. You're
2: it's not their fault. But I think cause he every time he spoke to someone, how are you feeling? Oh, you look well. Well he didn't he look he looked good, but he didn't look well. Yeah. He left twelve months ago looking well. Mm-hmm. Like he's not the same <laughs> person. I think so, he said in the podcast that I don't know which, can't remember which player it was, but he was in the gym and he,
1: he was feeling a bit awkward and he didn't want the other players to feel yeah. awkward. He said someone just brought a
2: 5k dumbbell in or something. Yeah, I think it was Was It was Hendel. Yeah. So you- but I think that's the way, because although they've gone through it, and I don't, I don't think, well, we, we definitely can't imagine the feelings he's gone through and the pain and the loneliness he's felt. But when he's back, like, leave that now. It's gone. There's no point in me asking him if he feels okay because he clearly doesn't. Yeah, he obviously feels good because he's back. Yeah. but Moving he's not—he's not the same person who left.
1: The so like, thing is, you think if you put yourself in their shoes, what would you want?
2: And I'd always want somebody to come and take the piss. Yeah, I think that's what I give him that. And it sounds him. like,
1: yeah, that he's He goes on to, it.
2: which is probably one of the me best moments in football, because as I said to you earlier, it was never about me. The last game of the season when Chase T scored against Charlton. After I left Rochdale, I debated retiring because I don't think anything would ever feel that good again. Just seeing him. Was that when he scored the winner? When he scored the winner, yeah. Like, I was going to retire and I didn't... It was nothing to do with me because I thought, I'll never get that feeling ever again. Like, just the sheer joy. Was it like T, like emotional? mate, the best feeling apart from my kids being born I've ever felt. Unbelievable. Just, I mean, I've watched it on
1: YouTube, and I, even then, right, you, you, like you get involved. I like never it, mind. Kind no, no just
2: because mean. he's that type of guy, like he gives everything. He loves his family. He loves his job, but he just works so hard. When he scoring. he's just a top, top yeah. guy. In it, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? You know, if you,
2: if you, if you, oh, if you want your daughter best, to, mate. if you want your daughter to fetch somebody home, yeah, he's you, one of the you're best. You're happy if she fetches yeah. him home, aren't you? Yeah. He's definitely one of the best, but. I'd be lying if I thought, like when I left Rocherthale, I thought, I ain't gonna feel that good again. And I was nothing to do with it. Mm. The only thing I was me Keith Phil brought me and him on at the same time. And that was it. So we were warming up. And he was to be fair to him, when we were warming up, he was like, Mate, something's good gonna happen today, you know. Like we were down. All them were winning. So even if we won, we were still going down. All ended up losing. <clears throat> But all the way through the warm-up, I think we come on in the 60th minute, from after half-time, I was warming up with him, and he kept saying, something good's going to happen. And I was thinking, fucking hope so, lad. Do you know where you just wipe it off? Yeah. But I think, I suppose because he's had all that doom and gloom, I don't know, maybe he just, he had a... Sixth sense. Six sense that something was happening, because he was saying it, mate, and I was thinking, fucking hope so. He was like, I'm telling you, something good's going to happen. And I... JT, to be fair to him, he's a top player, but I've never seen him score a left-footed shot. <laughs> <laughs> and when it's gone in, I'm like, fucking hell. But it was just... And even to me, af- afterwards, mate, like, you know what it's like? We've all played for huge clubs. And Rochdale isn't a huge club, but it's a good club. So you play in front of 30,000 and it means something. But because it's so small, it meant so much more. I know what you mean. It, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get that feeling for... Just a place where you're like, yeah, that's me.
1: I think you feel, I think as a player you feel how much it means to put more yeah. the less
2: people that yeah. are Yeah, the less that are
1: there, yeah. Because they're not there for the glory. They're <laughs> there for the big <laughs> game. Yeah. They're yeah. there because they fucking love the game. Yeah,
2: Rochdale staying in League One, like, it's not great. But for them, and the fact that I come from one of their own was unbelievable, and the fact that he, the 12 months he'd had before was, I'd say I was going to, I was happy to retire. Because I thought, I'll never feel that good again.
1: I bet a lot of people on the pitch that day will say, probably say the same thing. Not about retiring,
2: yeah. but one of the highest moments. The best thing, ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, Charlton were... You can I that. think Charlton were in the playoffs already. So, if you watch, have you seen it on YouTube where we're all still on the pitch? By the time we get in, into the tunnel, where, you know, watch was like, it's dead narrow. The whole Rock, uh, Charlton team clapped JT in. And Lee Bowie shook his hand at the end and went, I'm so happy we was here for this. Yeah. And they they were in the play, they they needed something to be in the playoffs. They still scraped in anyway, so they were there to beat us.
1: Mm.
2: Lucky enough, they got in, and we stayed up. And every single one of them shook his hand because it went about. It was just about him that yeah. day. Yeah, what a guy, man! Yeah, unbelievable.
1: It's fair play from them as well.
2: Yeah, honestly, mate, to a man, or oh, every single one of them, lined up, clapped them in, shook his hand. And then in the dressing room afterwards. You no, know, when you just sit there and it's like everyone's still buzzing, and you're like, I don't think it gets any better than this. I remember 21 years of age, like playing in a fucking Carlin Cup semi final, at Old Trafford with Ronaldo and Rooney, and 80,000 people thinking this is football, this is what it's about. I May mean, I'd swap that any day of the week for five thousand people That's and JCT being like, it was that day was just about him. Mm. That meant more to me than definitely worth a watch anything. on YouTube, innit? Have, you oh, have you seen it? Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Mate, it makes you it makes you like actually yeah, feel yeah, like you're gonna cry. On yeah. Yeah. Just emotion. But to be part of it was, was incredible. And he's still a good mate. I'm trying to speak to him once, twice every couple of weeks, just to make sure families are good and stuff like that. So it's good, mate.
1: Did you go to Black Pearl with a sniper's dream?
2: yeah. No, after Boya. The what? Sniper's dream, <coughs> Melanad. yeah. Oh, so I left Rochdale. You got a big head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's actually a weird. Wait, this yeah. is a weird story. I left Rochdale, and I said to you, I was I was well ready to call it okay. a day. Yeah. So I was. I went for some food with Sasha and the kids, and I was at the bar getting some drinks, and what's his name, Teddy McPhillips? Yeah, yeah, Teddy Mark Phillips was in there with his family. So it was actually transfer deadline day. So he was Boyer's first team coach at yeah. Blackpool
1: and assistant at Blackpool?
2: Yeah, so he was assistant at Blackpool, but he then got the job because yeah. Boyer had gone. So we're at the bar, I was ordering some food for the kids, a couple of drinks, he was doing the same. He asked me how I was, I said, yeah, good. He said, oh, listen, I've got a shoot, we're signing Chucks and Ike. Like this is transfer deadline day. I'm like, all right, mate, no worries seeing a bit, so he walks off.
1: Left his hunter's chicken. You are
2: <laughs> left his left as his <laughs> <laughs> Fucks off. So I'm just sitting there eating. Got a couple had a couple of pints thinking, fucking loving this. I'm not interested. He comes back about twenty past five. I think it was five o'clock deadline, he comes back about twenty past five. What are you doing? Are you still playing? And I'm like, What do I fucking look like? <laughs> <laughs> Making a fucking ultimate stack, burger <laughs> a, a pint, and he was like, uh, no, "Listen, we haven't, we haven't managed to get him when you come in. Just help us out." I was like, "Listen, I don't, I'm not interested. Don't want to play. It's getting too much for me. Like body was breaking down. I was sore all the time. He was like, "Come on, just come in and help us out till January. I'll put you on the bench. Last 10, 15 minutes if we need something, we'll throw you on." I was like, alright then. Go on and I'll do it. This was all in the pub. <laughs> all in the pub, mate. But
1: you have to get this you have to get this uh, round. You get pay it. the bill mate, because I've
2: just another round. <laughs> so yeah, I just went to Blackpool just to help out. Literally. All I was agree- done, mate.
1: Just all agreed over a mega burger. Yeah,
2: I was done. Job done. Yeah, I it, it was over. Like as much as I loved it, it didn't outweigh the pain I was in, like. Mate, like I've had 15 ops on me right knee, which is a lot. But people don't see what you're actually, how it feels. So I'll play on a Saturday, but can't fucking walk till Wednesday. Yeah. But the fans fans, and other people don't see it. You used to not understand how it feels. It's lonely. Yeah. And it just, it didn't feel it. Like, I didn't feel anything towards the game. Didn't feel like I owed it anything. So I just decided to call it a day until he bought me a, bag of nuts and a bottle, and then from there, mate, yeah, it was, I agreed to go till the January, and then in of December, I had a phone call from Martin Cannon, but by that time, because I was getting fitter, and I was getting 15 minutes a year, 20 minutes there. Ralph got back into the it. The fire was back, yeah. So he offered me a chance to go up to Scotland, and to be honest, I was thinking, fuck that, I don't want to go up to play in Scotland. I had a look at the fixtures, mate. It said Celtic away, Rangers away. I said, go ahead, mate, I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) That was the reason why I went. The experience? Yeah, just as I I like to sort of bucket list. Yeah. Went up there. Was, to be fair, mate, unbelievable. Like, such a small club. I know you've had Killer on, haven't you? Killer was there when I went. Even smaller club than you can even imagine.
1: Smaller than Rochdale?
2: Mate, not even in the same. I'd say in 700 fans every game. That That's how small it is. And the fact that they've been in the SBL for, what is it now? It's probably seven, eight years. It's incredible. Mm. So I agreed to stay for the six months till the end of the season. And to be fair, mate, we, it looked like we were dead and buried. Like, they were miles adrift. On the last day of the season, we needed to win by two goals and someone else lose. And it must have been... 91st, 90th minute, the other team conceded for a draw. We had a throw-in and Brian Rice had got the job by that time. He said, oh, we need a goal and we're up. Mate, I swear, the ball dropped to me and he hit it. And it went in and I was like, oh shit. I'm <laughs> actually staying up on my right foot. And then from that, that moment, mate, he offered me a new deal for another year and I was like, yeah, go ahead, take it. And so was, was
1: that... How uh, uh, close to the Roxdale moment with that moment?
2: It, that was a, f- a nice feeling because it was about me. That's what but, I mean. But are. that, but it being about me was more a clarity of, right now you know that there's nothing left. Do you know what I mean? So where JT's was personal, but meant everything. Just to be in that limelight for 10, 15 minutes was enough for me to say, right, well, that's definitely it. Yeah, like I only signed the, the twelve months after that <clears throat> because that gentleman agreement like I'll stay, but the the last the last twelve months, mate, I was nowhere near. Mm-hmm. I think I was physically, no, not physically, mentally just done. Yeah. So obviously, then COVID comes, and I just decided myself, like that's it. I had a phone call four days ago from the barrow manager. Will you come and play till the end of the season?
1: No. Bother.
2: nah, not no more mate because it's not
1: Don't take this the wrong way mate but Barrow must be struggling <clears throat> Yeah, definitely When was it? Was it a year ago? Yeah, March.
2: Year ago. March was the last game I played at Ibrox so I've gone out playing at Ibrox in front of 50,000 we beat them one nil.
1: It's not a bad place, place to walk yeah. out is it? Good place to finish
2: <clears throat> Yeah but that's they phoned me to, yeah. to see if I'd, I'd come and help out I was just like nah but it's just just not there, mate. Like, so you're happy, though, mate? So, yeah.
1: yeah. Talking about it all, you know, that we've done for the last <laughs> few hours, how do you look back on it all now? Like, you've some um, some massive highs.
2: Yeah, some some massive uh, highs, probably even bigger lows. But then if you was to say to me, would you change anything? I'd probably say no, mate. Because as cliche as it sounds, I'm still here. After, you know, JT's was completely different, so... He's lucky that he's still he's still here because he's a fighter. Like mine was just pure luck. I didn't have to fight another two centimeters, uh, two millimeters, and there was no fight. So I'm lucky in that sense. Where that's why I wouldn't change it because mm. if I changed, if I said I'd change one thing, I'd look back and go, well, if that wasn't the same, then I would never play it again. Yeah. So, yeah. I, all in all, mate, have a look back. I wouldn't change it. I
1: think if, I could, if I could give you one moment to experience again, yep. right now, would it be that goal at Hamilton to keep him up? The look on Nigel's face as then balloons just drift down. <laughs> I think we're <laughs> <honestly laughs> <of> the <laughs> fucking J Team or No, you're fucking
2: illiterate. Just a double click on the boot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous <laughs> move, yeah, brilliant, uh, brilliant, perfect. Brilliant.